My name is Monica Campana, and today we have a very special treat. We have Kathy Levin, a registered dietitian all the way from Springfield, Illinois, who is going to um, talk to us about very healthy foods. And uh, she's going to show us actually a, a recipe that is um, a vegetarian taco soup that has a lot of ingredients and among them, a lot of protein, right? A lot of protein, mm -hmm. because this is what um, many times we're looking for in, uh, in vegetables. And so, Kathy, thank you for being here. The floor is yours. Tell us. Thank you, Monica. It's great to be back. Um, I'm so excited to share with you today just the whole concept of plant-based protein. I feel like for a lot of people, it's a foreign concept and you can't even imagine how in the world am I going to get protein if I don't eat meat. And this taco soup that I'm going to walk you through today is one example. I always call it a, it's a fan favorite recipe because everybody loves it. It could not be any easier. As I always jokingly say, it takes more time to open the cans than it does to cook this. So essentially you're gonna throw everything in a pot. So this is my Instapot version. And so this cooks in 10 minutes on the soup setting, but if you don't have an instant pot, just get a big stock pot. You can put everything in there. It's a plant-based version, meaning there's no meat. You could, if you're a flexitarian, which means sometimes you're eating a little bit of meat here and there. If you're a flexitarian, you, would, um, you could put maybe some lean ground turkey or chicken in there, something like that. So just know that. So what I always use is veggie crumbles, and this is my one of my favorite brands. So these you can buy in the frozen section. You just use the bag. But I did want to point out to you um, another option that exists out there that is probably the most economical uh, thing that you could use in substitute for ground meat. And it's called textured vegetable protein. I always jokingly say, could they come up with worse things for plant-based things? I mean, that just sounds horrible. Essentially, it is the byproduct of when they make soybean oil. It's made from soy. It is the byproduct. It's the protein part that remains. It. Um, they also make these things called soy curls. People use them. What's the name like again? What's the name again? Textured vegetable protein. So you just rehydrate it with some water or vegetable broth and it too becomes like a ground meat, but super, super inexpensive. So if that's something that holds you back, this is thing. The other thing I would tell you about this particular brand, it is not made with soy. It is made with, um, again, this sounds kind of sketchy. It's made with something in the family of mushrooms. So it's actually a fungus-based thing called mycoprotein and that's what this is made with so for people who don't do soy this is a good option this particular brand so just know there's different options the other thing i would tell you when making this recipe if you don't want to have any of that just put two extra cans of beans in. So I'm not going to like formally make this as I stand here today, but I'm gonna walk you through the recipe because it couldn't be any more simple. So it calls for two cans of beans, um, like a red bean or kidney bean and a pinto bean, 
But right now, sometimes you go to the grocery store and you can't find that stuff on the shelf. Or if, if you're like me or anybody, I don't know, all the way from Texas up into the um, Northeast has been like pummeled with snow and freezing cold. I'm not going to the grocery store. I don't expect you to go to the grocery store. Use what you have in your pantry. So um, the other day I made this soup and I didn't have those two beans. I just used two different kinds of beans. So I used like a, a white bean, a cannellini bean, and then I used, I can't remember what the other bean was, but you could use chickpeas in this. Th that would be totally fine too. So any kind of legume like chickpeas, uh, red beans, kidney beans, great northern beans, pintos, you could use black eyed peas. All of those are legumes and they're a great source of protein. And the nice thing about having a varied amount or very different kinds, then you get different kinds of fiber. So it's actually good for your GI health. And that's what keeps our immunity up. So we want to have good um, bacteria growing down there in our GI tract, down in our intestines. So we're going to just kind of walk through. So it takes those two cans, then you can either use, and here I have them, lima beans, or butter beans. You can pick whatever you have available. So you use one can of that. You also put into it diced tomatoes and green chilies. So Monica, are you a spicy girl or no? I am a spicy girl, but I don't like it too spicy. I don't know if it's okay. possible. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. So <laughs> I, I am not a spicy girl. So I do my own trick. So it calls for one of the larger size cans, so a can about this big of diced tomatoes, and then two cans of green chilies. But what I do is I get the Rotel, the diced tomatoes that already have the green chilies in it, and just use that. And then I get the mild. So Rotel has all different heat levels. They also have low sodium. So that's going to be part of the base of this as well. So you just figure out what works for you is the way I would always say that. Um, and then you can use um, hominy. Are you familiar with hominy? No. What is hominy? Okay. How so do you spell that? It's H-O-M-I-N-Y. Okay. So it's actually made from corn and it's kind of puffed up, if you will. If you look at it, it's like thicker. Um, so if you don't like hominy, you can't find hominy, you could use yellow or white corn, either canned or frozen. So what you is have that? What is the specialty of hominy? What's the difference? Ha it's just a different consistency and it does not taste like corn. Um, I know years ago, supposedly it was again, this does not sound good, but it is okay. Uh, it was, they used to treat it with lye, like the, what people used to wash in the olden days, like they would use lye soap to wash things. I don't believe that's how it's processed now, but I don't exactly know, but it's made with corn. It's a corn derivative essentially. Mm -hmm. So with all your can, cause we have a lot of canned stuff here, right? So what I always recommend is you take a strainer, right? And you're gonna open all your cans. You're gonna dump, just you can dump all of them except for the tomatoes. Don't put the tomatoes in there. You're gonna dump everything in there and you're gonna go under the faucet and rinse it off to get some of that sodium down. So you can cut back the sodium in canned beans and canned vegetables, 
by about 30% if you rinse them off. You drain them, rinse them off, and then put them into your pot to make the taco soup. Now, the other little trick on this is the, the seasonings, okay? Now, also, if you didn't want to use canned beans, by all means, you could take, and I have some here, you could take some dried beans and soak them overnight or cook them in your pressure cooker, and then you don't have to worry about the sodium so much. Um, so the seasonings for this are very simple. It's one packet of ranch, dry ranch mix, okay? And one packet of taco seasoning. And you the whole thing, to, the whole you thing. You put the whole thing in, yep. And that's gonna what gives you the seasoning. What you wanna do for your taco seasoning is look for the low or no sodium. So this brand is Old El Paso and it is 25% less sodium, but um, there are some brands out there where there's no sodium, or if you ever need uh, a recipe to make your own, I can give that to you as well. So that has no sodium in it either. So you're going to put that in there. You're also going to have minced garlic. There's a little clove of garlic there. You're going to have minced garlic and two cups of water. And you're just putting everything mm. inside your pot, whether it's an Instant Pot or you're putting it on the stove. You're putting it all in there. If you use the Instant Pot, you Set it with, uh, on the soup setting for 10 minutes. If it's on your stove, you're just going to cook it so it simmers for about 30 minutes. And then when you're done, what you'll have is this wonderful, delicious wow. taco soup. And super high in protein and fiber. Also, all sorts of vitamins, all sorts of phytonutrients because it's plant-based and there's no meat in it at all. So... That's wonderful. And this machine that you have, I've never seen it. So it's like instead of a pot, it, it yeah. turns on with an electricity, with electricity. Sure. So Instant Pot is like an electric pressure cooker. So you just put all your stuff in it under pressure. It builds pressure up and it kind of, it cooks it much quicker. Now it won't brown things. You can brown it before you turn it on. Like if you, if you had meat, I mean, I don't cook meat, so I don't have to worry about that. But um, so there is a setting on it usually uh, called saute where you can heat it up if you wanted to saute your onions or your garlic prior to going and turning it on. But and it what is that? And fast. what is the difference between a pot, a normal pot on the stove this and, cooks, and this? It, Number one, it cooks much faster. And number two, because it's under pressure, it pushes the flavor mm. into the different ingredients. Yeah. I need to get one of those things. You and, do. And, <laughs> I just need space in my kitchen. And so you put everything in, and then how long do you set the timer or the temperature and the temperature? For this one, there is a soup setting <clears throat> on here. And so I push the soup setting and then 10 minutes, and that's all I have to do. Now it'll take you a few more minutes than 10 minutes because it has to get up to pressure but once it does it will only be 10 minutes that it cooks in other words you're gonna set it and forget it walk away you don't have to deal with it you're just putting the ingredients in and like i said by the time you open up all your cans that took more time than throwing everything in there and being done with it so wow and the water you just put what one cup what did you say two the beginning two cups, two cups. yeah it's not two much cups. wow and yeah. uh, it will be enough. And how many people is for how many people this? Um... So I made this the other day and I had three quart size jars. It was a lot. I would say that it makes at least 
at least, uh, I would say eight servings, if not more. Depends on how much people want in their bowl. Wow. That's wonderful. And it's all, and then you can top it with, it depends if you're vegetarian or if you're, you know. Right, uh, right. So you you want to make it. You could put some non-fat because I'm big at, this is very low in fat too. So it's lower in sodium, lower in fat than your traditional recipe. But you could put some non-fat shredded cheddar or you could use like a vegan cheese if you don't do any dairy. Um, You could also use non-fat Greek yogurt instead of sour cream on top or a vegan uh, type of yogurt if you wanted to, a plain one. And then I always like to put crumbled uh, tortilla chips. And I just make my own chips by using the tortillas and then cutting them in little wedges with a pizza cutter and then popping them in my air fryer or in the oven. And they crisp up really nicely. And then you can have them with anything you would ever have tortilla chips with. Wow, that's another that's another session. <laughs> it is. It's a whole other one. <laughs> yes, and then we'll, bring, then we'll bring on the air fryer. That'll be another one. Oh, the air fryer. I don't have an air fryer. See, air fryer. Gonna... You have an air fryer? How do you yeah. fry without oil? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. It's the air goes around everything and crisps it up very quickly. Ah, you surprise me every time. Oh, that's interesting, <laughs> Kathy. And so this is a delicious. I am so hungry now. Uh, so if you want to know the exact recipe, just mm-hmm. go to Kathy's. Uh, a website we have all the links uh, um, in the post uh, or send her send her a message leave a message and she will s- tell you exactly what ingredients uh, she used and the brands and and everything but um, this was wonderful Kathy we have to see you again with the more um, with more recipes and and this one is a, a protein boost recipe yeah right yeah it's got, got quite a bit of protein in it let me see i have my little hold on i'll take a peek i have it sitting right here it has 13 grams of protein in it only one gram of fat and then there's eight grams of fiber so eight is a lot you guys that's about a third of what you need in a day for your fiber so that's wonderful and you picked up that piece of paper you have like a special special have, uh, yeah, announcement so- So if people are interested in trying to stock their plant-based pantry, I have a great little handout. And inside of there, too, is the taco soup recipe. So it tells you everything that you need to have on hand just so you're at the ready. I think it's so important, um, especially with everything going on in the world right now, that your kitchen is stocked so you're ready to make something. Or like for me, last night, we had about 10 inches of snow here, and the temperature was well below, I think it was in double digits below zero for the wind chill. And mm-hmm. so there was no way we were going out to get anything from the store or carry out. So thankfully, because I tried to keep my own kitchen stocked, I had stuff to make, and we were good to go for dinner. That's wonderful. Well, remember, so stock up with all the right uh, ingredients and, and cans. And, um, and if you want to know more, go to Kathy's uh, website. She has, uh, she has wonderful uh, recipes and uh, um, all different kinds of tips to live healthier. Thank you, Kathy, for being here. And uh, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, so no. <laughs> thank you for thank you for being with us. And um, I'll see you very soon. All right. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Ciao, everyone. Ciao.
Buon appetito!